happy Monday, everyone. So this is Motivation Monday. This is your host, Dr. Anissa Shomo. I'm a family medicine physician and author of Health is Love, the book. I have a special guest here with me today, Morgan Owens. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Morgan Owens, and then she'll tell you some about herself as well. So I'm doing somewhat of what I call a My Tribe series, where I bring my family and friends here to just talk to me about different things that they've been through in their lives, where we can be a model of vulnerability. And one of the things that I love about Morgan is that she's one of the people who really taught me how to be more vulnerable in a public space. I didn't grow up really talking about a lot of hard things in the in a public space. Um, so it was really hard to learn how to do that as you're trying to start a business and connect with people. One of the things that really helps connect with people is sharing your story, sharing those common things that we've all been through. And so I'm really grateful for her ability to just be a model of that and to really speak about how we can all be vulnerable and we can all connect with each other. And that's what will make us successful. So thank you so much for joining us, Morgan. Tell the people more about yourself. Hey, girl. Hey, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, I'm, I'm biased because I love you to death. You are my big Aww. sister. And I do anything for you. So happy to thank just you so much journey from really beginning to now. So um, you've done so much and I'm just super proud of you. Um, but hey, everybody, my name is Morgan Angelique Owens. I am a Cincinnati native. I do the most. I am a, um, a serial entrepreneur. I have several businesses ranging from Curvy Cardio, which is my fitness brand, which also has a retail line called Fashionably Fit. Um, and then I have the Morgan A. Owens brand. So under that, I do workshops, webinars for women in business. I do a big conference every year called Professional Pretty. Um, due to the pandemic, I've been able to kind of pivot my business. I'm also an author. My book is called Finding My Sparkle. I was on a national book tour sponsored by PNG Beauty and some other great people like uh, Anissa. And um, right now I focus on my blog, Professional Pretty, my influencer work, and I am the chief creative beauty consultant for Herald Beauty, which I founded um, through the Cincinnati Herald's beauty section for minor minority women. Um, I went to Summit Country Day. I am a North Avondale native now residing in East Wana Hills. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing just a little bit of what you do. You do even more than that. So I love it because I'm also a person who likes to just be creative and find different things and keep things exciting, um, which is why I think we've become such a good friends over the past five years that feels like we've known each other for ever. Um, and, you know, just definitely become such a sister to me. And I love you so much, which is why I wanted to invite you to come and talk about something hard. Um, just because I know that initially, the people who I invited were people who um, are just used to talking to me about things that are going on in their lives. So I wanted it to be, you know, comfortable, um, because it's harder to talk to strangers about things that are going in your lives, you know, so thank you for agreeing to, to be a part of this. Of course. All right. So one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about hard things um, is somewhat of what, okay, let me start that over. 
One of the reasons why I wanted to do this exercise about talking about hard things is because we live in a world right now of social media where everyone presents their best selves. And it's one of those things where, you know, at work, of course, you try to present your best self. But I feel like even at home, people are really having a hard time relating to other people and connecting to other people because I feel like we're just wearing masks all the time. Um, and so I just wanted people to know that it's okay to you know, open up to share things about your lives that are hard and to find that village of people who you can, you know, do that with. And if you, you don't have anybody else to do it with, it can be a good time to journal or just different things like that. So I just want people to know that it's okay to talk about hard things and to share and get it out of yourself because I feel like we hold so much in. No, absolutely. So what do you have for us today? What do you want to talk about, Morgan? Um, you know, I feel like right now, the biggest thing that I struggle with, but also I know other people struggle with is just, you know, trying to maneuver during this pandemic and just the uncertainty of it all. Um, you know, me, I live by myself. I have a little dog. So oftentimes I feel even more isolated than before. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, we're already pretty much isolated. Right. But now there's the option of like going out and being social. Um, you know, right now it's getting better because, you know, both my parents have been vaccinated. I've had my first vaccination. So I'm able to at least go over their house still with my mask on and just be around them still in distance, but for a while I wasn't even allowed in the house. Um, And, you know, their house is kind of like the safe zone because, you know, both of them weren't going anywhere. um, But both of them were also, you know, highly susceptible to get COVID. So it's kind of like, you know, do I even want to go over there? Should I go over there? But I miss that, you know, personal relationship with, you know, my loved ones. Um, So we have that. And then there's also, you know, for a while, you know, I didn't know how I was going to make a living, honestly, because everything closed. And so dealing with that kind of like, you know, getting a little depressed and kind of, you know, not knowing what I should do, because even if I wanted to go find a job, I mean, it's, it was the start of the pandemic, like who's hiring at the start of a pandemic, right? And then there's also ending a toxic relationship (laughs) that was mentally and physically draining. Um, You know, so how do you, you know, maneuver that um, for the the first part of the pandemic, at least? Um, How do you deal with that being in close quarters with someone that you really, you know, don't really want to talk to or be around (laughs) or be around, quite honestly? So it's like all those three together and it's kind of like how do you how how do you get out of that low point because it was a really really low point in my life (laughs) the lowest it's probably ever been and I wrote a book about my lowest point of my life thus far but but no (laughs) who would have thought there would be another low point so you maybe just talking about that and just offering some of my you know advice and kind of how I got through that as well Right. So this has definitely been a really hard time with this pandemic. And I know that we've all coped with it different ways. And of course, we're all dealing with different situations. So for me, 
the pandemic has just been hard as a physician. Um, but that's one of the things I have been grateful for, even though it's been like risking our lives every day to take care of people. There were just some things that we did not necessarily have to worry about as far as job security and paying our mortgage and that sort of thing. So it's been hard for people in different ways because there's been like the financials and then there's like the relationships if you don't like your partner. And then there's like your parents, but then also, you know, every everybody has had different issues because we're all different, you know? So tell us first about just how, about the isolation and not being able to be around your parents. Um, and then also like being isolated while also living with someone. Right. I mean, that's, that was a, an interesting couple months, you know? Um, How'd you get through that? Like what kind of things helped you not feel as isolated? I feel like you were doing like a lot of lives early on. You were doing Foxy Fridays just to kind of feel yeah, like you were going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I really poured myself into my work again. So I, you know, I had launched my blog at the end of February and then, you know, the pandemic hit maybe like a week later. So I was like, okay, well, you know what, this is, you know, after giving myself grace and letting myself grieve and, and be in the bed for, you know, a week and crying and not, you know, you know, just unsure of, of what I was going to do. I said, okay, well, I have this blog and, you know, let, let me really get that going. Like, like I've always wanted it to go right. I always right. wanted that to be a revenue stream for me, but I always said I didn't have time to just sit and write. So now guess what? I had all the time in the world. So, um, you know, I went on Amazon, you know, dug into my savings, ordered two ring lights, ordered some backdrops. You know, I have an iPhone. So I'm like, I might as well take my own pictures, you know, get creative and um, work on this content myself. And, you know, I have plenty of beauty products already at home. And so it was just, you know, setting a goal of like, okay, I'm going to at least put out one blog a day because what else do I have to do? And, you know, they don't have to be long, um, shoot the picture, edit the photo and, you know, publish the blog. So that was one thing I, I poured myself into that. I, I did research. I, I, um, did free like tutorials on, you know, how to blog, um, how to get your stuff seen to brands, how to pitch. Right. Right. Um, I used, I used a lot of the beauty brands that had gave to my book tour. I had all these products. Um, and literally, like I said, I had all these lifestyle stuff around my house because I'm a shopaholic. So I'm like, well, <laughs> might as well review this, might as well review that. Right. right. Um, so you basically yeah. like took a glass that was half empty and chose to see it as half full and take advantage of the opportunity that was you know, just saw the opportunity that was there. Like this, I know, cause I know that you had to cancel a bunch of your book tour, you know, stops, um, right. When all of this was going on. So that was kind of the, the half empty part of the glass of having something that you worked really hard to obtain sponsors, um, and partners and everything to, to build that book tour and then having to pivot over to, well, let me cry about that in a bed and give that a week of grieving and then move on to the next thing that I can do remotely and seeing the, the half full opportunity there. So that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, I just told myself, you know, Morgan, you're an entrepreneur, you're a hustler. Like, you know, you know how to make shit shake. Like this is not the end. So, you know, at that time I thought, oh, I'll just push back the dates. We all do this. Everything will be fine in August. No. Right. <laughs> but, Here we uh, are. A year, a year later, a year later, 
later. But, you know, I also had to remember that, you know, everything is in God's timing and God always has a plan. So, you know, now looking back, you know, from, from even, you know, March through May, um, when I was building content, when I was, you know, isolating myself, you know, in my relationship, thinking about all the things I truly wanted to do. And now that I, I had time to do it. So that was blogging, that was working on my weight, right? Working out more, um, eating healthy. And honestly, that was ending a relationship that I always said, I just didn't have time to do right now. <laughs> I didn't have time to deal with it. Well, guess what? Now I have plenty of time to deal with it. So that all helped um, happen, like I said, between March and May is like things that I really, really wanted to do that just didn't have time or made an excuse not to do. I had all the time in the world now to do it. Right. Well, tell us a little bit about this relationship. So, I mean, you were, you were dropping weight, but then you dropped what about 150 pounds, 170 pounds, 75 pound man out of your life. How, yeah. was, how was it to lose that weight? You know, um, I didn't realize how much it was affecting me um, personally because I had thrown myself into my work. I was like on the go. I was just not even trying to deal with it until I ended relationship and started getting back to me. And then people started like inboxing me, commenting on stuff and, and said, Morgan, I don't know what you're doing, but you look so much lighter and not lighter as like weight wise, but just a glow about me this like self peace. And I'm like, wow, you know, I thought I was hiding my uh, feelings from the world, you know, enough, good enough, other than like close friends and, you know, family who, you know, I would confide in, but you know, social media, you know, I didn't realize people could really sense, you know, my spirit through like pictures or through things that I posted that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. So right. The stress, the stress can really show on your face. It yeah, we really can. Obviously, because I was like, wow, I was like, because someone just commented like last week on one of my pictures when I was in Miami. She was like, she's like, I've been talking to date like uh, Deja and I've been telling her, I don't know what Morgan's been doing all year, but she looks great. I'm like, I, I became single, like right. <laughs> I focus back on me. Um, right. And it's not about being single because obviously I've been booed up forever, but it's just about like the piece of, you know, like a toxic relationship. So it wasn't necessarily like, you know, your ex was just a person who was not honest. And so it was kind of one of those things of like, you're dealing with somebody who's constantly lying to you and you're constantly arguing with that person about the lies that they're telling you. Yeah, not only that, but you're, I felt like I was constantly defending my business and my character because, you know, the things that he was doing, I felt like people would associate me with it. And that's, right. you know, I've built a business for, you know, eight years for Curvy Cardio. And so to have someone just come in and kind of, you know, swoop in and, and try to ruin that, because it only takes one person to bat mouth you, right. you know, have time to spread stuff around and, you know, my, my parents always taught me, like, even if you have nothing, you have your character, you have your word. And that's what I've always built my business around is my integrity and my work ethic. And so I don't want to be associated with anyone that compromises that. And so I felt like I was always on the defensive or I was always going above and beyond things for clients when I really shouldn't have, because that's draining too. Right. 
that's like cleaning up someone else's mess, answering emails at 2 a.m., you know, doing things that I shouldn't have been doing. Right. And it was kind of somewhat of like a con situation. I feel like this that particular person was just really good at making making things appear what they weren't and trying to be a smooth talker and that sort of thing to be like, no, everything's fine. Everything's great. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that to the point where you wanted to believe right. what was what was going on. But at the end of the day, it was somewhat, you know, they didn't really care about anybody nope. um, or any situations. And we all had to find that. We all had to find that out together. I feel like we all kind of got conned by this person. Um, and it was a, it was definitely a, a hard thing for everybody to go through that somebody would just, would just do that, you know, right. to anybody. Um, and especially to you who absolutely does not deserve somebody to just be lying all the time and just trying to associate themselves with you. Like, I felt like he was kind of somewhat of like a social climber um, and just tried to associate himself with you. And then once, you know, once was there in that kind of position, um, just, just like threw dirt all over everything, you know, it was just, it was not a good, it was not a good situation. No, not at all, but that's done. That's over. And I'm happy. I'm happy because it's over for all of us. It was just like so much drama. We're like, oh my God, can we just not even talk about this anymore? Because people kept asking like, what's going on? We're like, who? You know? I don't know. I don't know this man. I don't know. I ain't none of this man. So. Yeah. So I'm happy. I'm happy we're, we're past that. So yeah, same. So what about just the isolation, though, of the pandemic? Tell me a little bit more about how you've dealt with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still dealing with it. But, you know, things are getting progressively better. Um, you know, work has picked back up. So I have been able to travel safely for work, um, you know, working with different beauty brands and brands that, you know, often get asked to come and like shoot, you know, in studio or something for a campaign. Um, you know, there's certain things that I don't want to pass up an opportunity for, like, you know, working with a major airline. Um, so really with isolation, I've kind of been able to get myself on a schedule. So, you know, like, you know, Monday through Friday, I have pretty much a structured schedule where, you know, I'm either working or I'm, I'm relaxing or I'm working out um, or, you know, just doing whatever it is for me. Um, and then I feel like with zoom and all, you know, everything that is, um, virtual, I feel, you know, I, I, uh, get to be around people that way. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good. So, you know, I'm, I'm back in the school. So I see my students, you know, twice a week and I'm like, okay, I've had, a, I've had enough interaction <laughs> this week. With <laughs> So, so it's, it's gotten, it's gotten better. Like I said, I've been able to go back to my parents' house, go inside the house and, you know, talk with them and be around them. So it's, it's gotten much better. Yeah. I was going to say though, that one of the things that was helpful in the beginning was just bringing back curvy cardio, because I know that before all of this happened, when we were planning the book tours and everything that you were planning to stop teaching curvy cardio and then the pandemic happened and that was pretty much the only social interaction that we really had was going to class on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I think we were going Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday and Sunday initially. 
Um, so it was an opportunity for us all to connect. So, and then we also had a Facebook group. So we were able to just talk um, and encourage each other through that. So just tell me a little bit more about what it meant for your business and just being able to continue that during pandemic. Yeah. So like I said, I had all the time in the world to start working back out because like you said, for a while I had stopped teaching curvy cardio because other business had taken off. And so, you know, people are at home, people need to, you know, move, um, you know, part of, you know, staying healthy and, you know, not getting COVID, you know, is, is keeping a healthy lifestyle. And so with minority women who curvy cardio targets, you know, I wanted people to, to get active um, since we were all at home. So, um, but also my clients wouldn't let me quit. Um, you know, they <laughs> demanded me to come back and do a virtual. So um, we decided to do virtual and, and wanted to have a community aspect part of it. So Sundays used to be free. So, you know, people were not working, people, maybe people were laid off and I, I never, Kirby Cardio never wants someone not to be able to work out because of finances. So um, we offered Sundays for free, but also I was, you know, blessed to have a partner like the Christ Hospital come back and be like, well, we want to sponsor, you know, whoever signs up, well, we'll cover the costs and, and then, you know, do ongoing things like we're doing a heart month um, workout today it's heart month. Um, so yeah, curvy cardio was uh, kind of um, another ray of light back into my life. And I got to be sociable with you all again, um, four days a week. Yes, um, which I loved. I was yeah. like, because we you had gone down, I think, to like Mondays only. First, we were at Mondays with Morgan. So having yeah. like four days a week was amazing. <laughs> yes. So that was, you know, another, you know, um, Another something to look forward to. And um, the, the core group of the 20, 25 women that stay consistently on for, I guess, almost a year now, virtually, um, have been great. Yeah, it's been amazing. And I'm excited. I'm excited to hopefully keep it going this whole year um, and see if it's something that we can continue even virtually because... I don't know. I just feel like it's so convenient to do it. All. I mean, you know, it's yeah. so convenient to do it online and maybe, you know, try to get together maybe once a month or for special yeah. events. But I really enjoy the the online format. Yeah. And people can look at this stuff later and a lot of people do the replays. So yeah, like my sister, my sister has three small children and she's usually doing dinner time. <laughs> Most of the time we're doing it. So she does it in the morning when yeah. the children are sleeping. So it's been it's been a great it's been a great way to connect and just allow everybody to have some piece of sanity and peace during this pandemic. So, yeah. All right. So one thing I do want to ask you is I know you've done a lot in this pandemic and have done amazing things as far as launching the Herald beauty for the Cincinnati Herald and all types of just amazing things. I want to know, do you have any regrets? Do you feel like there's anything you could have done better to deal with this pandemic or anything you wish you would have done sooner or differently? Um, you know, like I said, everything happens in timing. So I never regret any move that I make. Um, I, I firmly believe everything happens for a reason. You know, I, I just posted on my Facebook today um, that I had posted six years ago about wanting to start a blog. And now like, look at me now, like I'm- right. Um, you know, my year, one year blog anniversary is, uh, I think it 
think it's today actually. Um, so, you know, I, I wouldn't do anything differently. Um, everything has to happen in, in timing. So, so no. Okay. Awesome. I think that that's one of the things though. I mean, I feel like we all do what we feel is right at the time. And it's great to sometimes to think about like what you could have done differently, but also like have some forgiveness for yourself that you did the best that you could at the time, you know? So I feel like a lot of times people hold on to the past, like, well, I could have, you know, I mean, there's always things you could have done differently, but it's one of those things where you kind of have to let it go to. Right. So, you know, you can always look back, like maybe 10 years from now, you might look back and say, maybe I should have let that man go when Anissa gave me an out. <laughs> But because <laughs> I gave you an out before the pandemic happened, <laughs> you did. But I, you threw, I was off guard. <laughs> um, no, I would just say whoever is listening, you know, like I said, everything's in God's timing. Don't compare your journey to anyone else's, even though right now is a extremely difficult difficult time. But try to find the silver lining in everything. And, you know, if you have time to do something that you've always wanted to do, take advantage of it now while we have time. Um, so, yeah, that would be my that would be my uh, last thoughts. So that's really important that you say that, Morgan, that you can't compare your journey to other people's because we're all on a different journey at a different pace. And it's really important, especially in this day of social media, to understand that people are different and it's no different in this pandemic that some people may be doing better with it than others. Of course, you know, we know there's different personality types such as introverts versus extroverts, but then there's also just people are different in the way that they handle different, you know, tragedies or traumas. So for me personally, one of the things that's really helped me is my background in humanities degree and just being a creative person. I've always been a singer, um, actress type. I was in drama club in high school and I was in choir when I was in middle school. So um, just having that creative side of me has really helped me thrive in a pandemic. How about you, Morgan? Yeah. So, you know, just thinking about everything that I've gone through, you know, if you've ever read my book, Finding My Sparkle, you know that, you know, I've worked very hard to retain my happiness. And so for me, it's just keep going, right? So I could be crying, I could be in tears, I could be sad, but I'm gonna still work. And I've actually done that where I've, you know, kept sending out pitch emails. I've gotten a hundred no's, but I'm still sending out emails. I'm still putting in the work. I'm still crying through it, but I'm still working. So I think that's what's really helped me navigate um, and, you know, through the pandemic just my will to just want to win and just want to be great and just really want to live a better life that I've always imagined for myself or haven't really ever imagined for myself. Right. Um, just putting in work just to see the possibilities. Cause honestly, I tell people all the time, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. Right. <laughs> like, there so is no channel- rhyme, there's no reason. I'm right. just doing it. So you just, you channel it into purpose. But you also have to follow, like for me, it's the same way. Like I just, I kind of go where the wind blows me. And a lot of that is just based on my, you know, creativity roots where I'm just like, I think I should do this or I want to try this. And just that kind of experimentation of it, you know? 
Right. And that's exactly what it is. It's, you know, I've never pictured myself being a full-time entrepreneur. I've never pictured myself being, um, you know, a full-time influencer who gets to work with all these brands. Yes, I dreamt about it in college as a beauty editor, you know, but I was working for somebody else. And now, you know, I've created my own, um, my own position, my own career, from scratch. And that's just from hard work and creativity and innovation and and relationship building. Exactly. Yeah. So I just want to tell you that I'm just so proud of you for being able to work through all of the pain and just channel into your purpose and just rock it because you have been thriving in this pandemic. So of course, we've all been surviving, but then a lot of people have just been thriving in that ability to just know that everything is messed up, but still keep trying, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm super proud of you as well. Thank you. you. Both come from, you know, we both come from parents who are hustlers. So we have no other um, way of, of uh, living our life, you know, from the streets of Cleveland, my dad's from the streets of the West End here in Cincinnati. So I think, you know, having that foundation of parents who, who put in the work, who put in the grind, who don't right. use excuses and don't use, well, so-and-so never gave me an opportunity. We create our own opportunity and we go and get it. Right. Exactly. Make a way out of no way. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. I'm so happy that we could talk today and I hope that this pandemic will be over one day <laughs> so we can hang out more in person like we used to. Um, but it was really great talking to you today for the podcast. I hope that everybody really enjoys this episode and we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday.